Hello and welcome to the Camping Crew Podcast with Chris and Aaron. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 135 of the Camping Crew Podcast. I'm Aaron Birchall. And I'm Chris Byrne. As always, it's meant to be a fun podcast. We're just enthusiasts and what we discuss on the podcast are just our own personal views. Although we do look into some of the items that you request us to look into. And if you want to support us on the podcast and if you can afford to, you can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash the camping crew. And we want to thank the person that sent us an anonymous donation in the last two weeks. We really appreciate it. We are counting down, Chris, from today. 10 days to Christmas. So just for the next 30 seconds, while we're chatting, I'm going to put in some jingle bells effects here because I cannot wait. 10 days to Christmas. Who'd have thought? And I think you've been reminding everybody as well, Aaron, that it's your birthday on Christmas Day as well. It, it may have Let's been mentioned. That, yes, yes. It is also 10 days to my birthday. So hang on. We'll just stop the jingle bells there because we're talking about my birthday. Anyway, season's greetings to each and every one of you. Yes, it is episode 135. We always kick off with news. And what's the old saying, Chris? And no news is good news, Aaron. The, the old... Uh, Tales from campsites is very quiet uh, at the moment. The councils probably see, must have packed up. There's no news of councils and looking at sites. And so all is quiet on the, uh, I suppose, eastern front. Yes, yes, on the Irish front anyway. And there's no online chatter. A lot of what's going on is people just sending Christmas greetings, talking about little or nothing, to be honest. I've gone through all of the Facebook pages that were on on one or two of the forums and things seem to be quiet. So no news is good news, which means that we can go on to our listeners' messages and our shout outs straight away on this show 10 days before Christmas. Yeah, and Tony sent us in a recommendation for the um, MMM, the Motorhome Monthly magazine. Uh, In particular, he sent us an article of a Toyota concept camper van that they put out. And I I said back to Tony in the mail, it's like something that it's like a camper van. You would see the A-team, the old 1980s, Mm, 1990s A-team driving around in. But it, it looks fab. But you can check that out. It's not available online. I had a look. You can check that out, though, in uh, this month's MMM magazine. And uh, Tony gives it a, his thumbs up as a, a good magazine to subscribe to as well. Reasonably priced as well, I believe. We got a, a, a good message from Ivan as well, just regarding um, breakdown cover. So I'll have a read through the message, Aaron, and certainly uh, uh, we weren't a further chat. I know we've kind of touched off it in different um, different ways over the podcast, but I think it's good to have a, a an up-to-date chat on as well. So Tony, or sorry, Ivan says, hi guys, quick question for you lads. Is there such a thing as breakdown cover for camper vans? Something similar to say the AA breakdown cover that you would get for your car or whatever cover your insurance provides for you. I know that the AA won't tow your van if it's over a certain length. Not sure what that is, but Aaron mentioned it a while ago. If you are unfortunate to break down, it could cost you a fortune to get it towed to a garage or home, depending on where you are, as Aaron unfortunately found out during the year. I appreciate it if you could advise me if there is such cover available in Ireland, as it might be worth taking out my beloved Francesca. Uh, It's a 95 and not getting any younger. Um, Thanks for all the great advice and wishing you and the camping crew and your families and listeners um, and Charlie a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, many happy returns, Ivan. Thanks for that. So I've been unlucky enough to require breakdown assistance over the years twice in my camper van. Once, um, in particular, I remember the clutch went. I have my motorhome. It's insured with Dolman and they have breakdown cover 
comes as part of that. So I was able to um, I was able to get the rescue and within the usual, I think it was an hour, an hour and a half. They were there and they had the, um, the van taken away. Um, I was in Cork at the time, okay. so I actually told them to take it to one of the Cork Fiat dealers and they were able to fix that for me quick enough. So the family in Cork, so I wasn't put out too much. But um, yeah, so look, uh, I suppose first thing I would advise anyway, Aaron, is to check your policy. You probably already have breakdown cover and might not be aware of it. Yeah, um, thanks for reminding me, Ivan, of <laughs> the two <laughs> times that I needed the AA. The first time, and this is where he was talking about the certain length, it's a certain length and a certain weight of van. I have AA cover. Now, the way the AA works now is it's you. I, Aaron Burchett. So, Chris, if I'm in your car and with you and you break down, I can call the AA on my card. I can call it in anybody's car, whether I'm driving it or not, as long as I'm there to show my card when the AA personnel arrive. So we broke down in the A-class, which, if you remember, was a tag axle. She was over four and a half ton. And I got a puncher. I rang the AA and the lady silly said, I said, I'm in my motorhome. Oh, she said, we only cover motorhomes up to three and a half ton. So what are you in? Oh, no, I said, it's only a small van. It's only myself, the wife and the dog. But when the chap arrived out, it was a local garage. Well, actually, it was from Cashel. And we were out in Mahan Falls and Waterford. When he arrived out in his little Jiminy Jeep, he had a little small jack and he went, be Jesus, we're never going to be able to jack that up. But sure, we were only <laughs> jacking up one wheel. So we did. We change it. The next time that I used was for the ambulance. Now, when the clutch went in the ambulance this year in Athlone, my insurance didn't cover me, the motorhome insurance, and the AA wouldn't cover me because on the logbook, she's still a four and a half ton, but she's 3.7 ton. So it did cost me 400 euro to get it from Lockree East back home to Carrigan Shore. And that was a mate's rate. I'd hate to think what it would have called. I rang Bill in the motorhome caravan club. He put me in touch with a member who just happens to be in the game. The AA don't do a motorhome breakdown service. Um, Mondrial were a company that do trucks and stuff like that. But if your van is over 20 years old, they will not do it. Again, I was heading away on holidays. I paid 101 euro for extra cover so I could get the van home if anything happened. But my van turned 21 that August. But I was going on holidays in June and I argued and argued. So she covered me only up to August. Again, as Chris said, check your motorhome insurance. There is a general breakdown. If Francesca is long, twin axle, or over three and a half ton, you could have a problem, even if you're a member of the AA like I am. Give them a buzz, and if Francesca is under the weight and the, the length, you could get cover. Yeah, and I suppose it's worth putting it out to the listeners as well. There might be cover out there that we're not a, uh, yeah. that we're not au fait with. Um, I suppose the other option as well is just ring one of the local garages, because I would imagine garages, and particularly maybe somebody who's dealing with trucks, one of the local truck garages. I did that before when I, I had a particular breakdown and I just needed a van brought to a particular place and um, just to get some work done. And but what, what was the cost? That's that's what Ivan is saying. They're, 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 like it would cost me 400 and that was mate's rates to get from Athlone to Canada. You know the size sure. of my van, Aaron. It's a, it's a Heimer it's standard. Camp. Yeah, yeah, it cost me 120 to get it towed. Oh wow, right. So okay. that was pretty good. But again, yeah. what well, it was the, the garage that do the servicing on my car. I, I called him and he put me on to a, a local chap, and they had must have a, an agreed rate between the garages yes. to handle all of that. 
And he obviously has a vehicle that can tow bigger vehicles. He was able to take my motor up onto the back of his lorry. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so like we said, Ivan, you're going to have to just ring around. But as a member of the AA, I'm covered in any vehicle. It's no longer the registered vehicle. As I say, if I'm a passenger, I'm covered. But with the motorhome, she did say to me, oh, no, if you're over three and a half ton, big mistake that she did say that because I was in a four and a half tonner. But I only wanted a puncher fixed. I only wanted a wheel yes, changed. Yeah. So and since then, by the way, and this isn't a bad old tip, I have there was no jack in that camper. I couldn't find one. I had a spare wheel, but no jack. But since then, I have actually bought a three and a half ton trolley jack. Not a bad thing to have if you have a little bit of space in the boot or under the bed to have a trolley jack rather than the standard little windy up jacks that come with the camper vans. It's a good worthwhile investment. I think it was about 140 euro for a good quality trolley jack. Might be something to think about over the Christmas. Yeah, I've been meaning to get one of those as well, Aaron, from that. But uh, I, I've seen pictures of Ivan's van and I would be surprised if it's not covered by his insurance, you know, yeah. that he, he wouldn't be. I think he, he, he may be able to get it covered by the AA. If you guys know any different, if you have an extra policy, maybe you have an older van, maybe you have a newer van, maybe you just like to be covered, please do get in touch with us. We'll give you all the contact details at the end of the podcast. And Ivan, thank you for your support all year. And again, thank you for that question. And hopefully we'll have some answers for you very soon. Yeah, and a Happy New Year and a Merry Christmas as well, Ivan. Right, campsites and stopovers, not an awful lot happening at the moment. So Charlie and me, tonight there's a video goes live as this podcast is going out because in a couple of minutes we're about to talk about a steel safe for your motorhome, your campervan, your caravan. It's been supplied to us by campingstuff.ie. We'll review that in a second, but that review is live on YouTube this evening from eight o'clock. Friday's video, Chris, is the last campsite review of 2021 and the end of Charlie and me, our camping vlog season four. It's a revisit to Blarney. It's the weekend, the October bank holiday weekend that yourself and myself were there with our families. So that's this coming Friday, 9 a.m. YouTube.com forward slash Charlie and me, our camping vlog. It's the final campsite review of the year to get us over the festive season and into January until we get camping again. We've got Van Build Project 2, the Overlander videos coming up. And we've also got a trilogy of different van layouts. Chris, we've been asked time and time again, what van suits me? What van can you get? So I've looked at a brand spanking new two berth, four berth and a van. So two motorhomes and a van with thanks to our friends at Pat Horans. I went out there a couple of weeks ago, did a video reviews of the three vans. So they'll be coming up over the Christmas break as well over the next couple of weeks, Fridays, 9 a.m. And we'll still be there to chat to you live if you want to come on board. YouTube.com forward slash Charlie and me, our camping vlog. Yeah, looking forward to those, aren't they? They should be uh, pretty interesting over the Christmas. And you mentioned the safe there, so that kind of brings us nicely into the product section. So you have a video which is going live around about now as well, I think you mentioned. Um, so this safe, um, size-wise, like it's it's right, it's relatively small. What size would you say would be to say passport holder size? It's, well, you see, the, because of the casing and the case is so secure, the unit itself is probably eight inches by a foot. But when you open it up, you literally just about get in two wallets, two passports, a set of keys and maybe a bit of jewellery because it's padded and, you know, there's a bit of heat resistance in it there. So it's padded. So, yeah, you get in a mobile phone, a couple of wallets, 
a purse and maybe a bit of jewellery if, if you if you wanted to. Uh, you'll see it on the video. I show you the size of it. I also mentioned on the video, seemingly, if you're into guns and you carry bullets, your insurance, your motor, your vehicle insurance will have changed. And there was actually a chap in the yard when I was making the video who is a local hunter. And he saw the he saw the uh, safe and logged on and bought one because his insurance company now want a certified safe for him to keep his ammunition in while he's out hunting. So I gave him the details and he was heading off to buy one. But the video will explain more. But it is a very good product, Chris. And there again, I mentioned on the video, we have a safe in the ambulance because they would have had um, prescribed drugs. And I call it the gun safe because it's like this thing. I think you could stick a stick a dynamite into it, close the door and it wouldn't blow the bloody doors off. But this safe, the steel safe, which is $34.95 at campingstuff.ie is very good, easy to fit and easy to hide in a motorhome as well. Yeah, what did you ask you about the fitting iron? So it's got an outer case yeah. and it's the outer case that you secure to your camper van or caravan or, or even yeah. boat or a car or whatever you yes. secure to. Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. Um, it's it's held down with five wood screws, basically, five nice-sized wood screws. Uh, so you fit the outer case down. Again, all is revealed in the video. Fit the outer case down. And it is, it's a 10-minute job once you pick. It doesn't have to be flat. You can put it like, we'll say, wall-mounted, if you know what I mean. We'll say, for example under your bed where all your storage is you can mount it to the wall once you've access to get your screwdriver in to screw it and then you put the innard in turn the key and it's locked when you unlock it you take out the innards and then they open up and there's a padded secure area for as i say i would be thinking for example in the ambulance i tend to hate carrying my wallet when we're camping so i would throw the wallet and the house keys into the safe and then I've just got my car key, you know, the camper door key while I'm out walking about. But this safe is a nice size for personal stuff like that. You will fit it once you find a spot. You'll fit it in 10 minutes from start to finish. So maybe even a bit of jewellery or, or, or something yeah. uh, expensive or if your travel documents, you know, if you were going yeah. abroad and different travel documents. Yeah, if, you, if you're, you're bringing cash, if you're bringing foreign, okay, I know a lot of the places are euro now, but even if you're bringing a wad of cash, did you like to have the cash? I honestly think for $34.95, it's worth it. Even if you're only throwing your watch, as you say, your watch, wedding rings and stuff, you're down an art more. How many times have we seen people looking for engagement rings and watches and stuff on a beach over the years? Well, this is what you do. You take it off. You flip it into the safe, you lock the safe, you put the key somewhere and off you go. And all you've got on you is your motorhome front door key. Check out the video on youtube.com forward slash Charlie Amir camping vlog. It's it's a worthwhile investment and easy to install. A Phillips head screwdriver. That is it. And the five screws come with it. That's great. And thanks to the guys at CampingStuff.ie for sending us uh, in, in that to, to review. Uh, certainly uh, an interesting product and definitely solves a, a particular need yeah. if somebody has it as well. So I'm sure there's people on there picking out nice Christmas presents uh, from there at the moment. Aaron. They have some fantastic camping related and and personalized type stuff you know if, if you're driving a vw they've got mugs and pillows it's not just chairs safes fires go on to the website and remember you're buying local and a lot of local businesses need our help to survive this christmas what with the the year and 18 months they put in so log on to campingstuff.ie 
They've got an array of everything that you need from tables and chairs to novelty items for your camper van, for your home or that person in your life that loves camping. We were talking the last few weeks, Aaron, about preparing for winter and we're giving uh, giving out a, a number of tips. And one tip, which I don't think we've mentioned on the podcast um, over the years, uh, and I sort of fell victim to this, is uh, we haven't really advised people to take batteries out of all the devices in the camper van. I went to get a multimeter there recently, and which I, I keep in the van. Uh, I was checking out a, a power to a wash machine or to a, a circuit board on a wash machine and I took the multimeter out of the motorhome and uh, unfortunately for me the batteries had leaked had oh. leaked all over it so I had to go and try and clean it up and uh, borrow a multimeter but I'm sure we all have torches and yeah. um, you know head torches and games and multimeters and all sorts of devices in our vans with just those AA and AAA batteries in them, even the square batteries, you know, like yeah. in the in the smoke alarms and the others, you know. If you get a chance uh, some afternoon this weekend, I suggest go into the motorhome and take all those batteries out and probably put fresh ones in wh- when the new year comes or at least just take them out and store them separate for device so they don't leak and damage. Not only could they damage the devices, but they could leak down and yeah. stain or even damage part of your motorhome or camper or caravan. And remember when you're doing it, the TV remote control. There's one that you wouldn't think of because it's yeah. in the press and sure, ah, it's hardly ever used. Change them anyway or just remove them and get ready for the new year. No harm to take them all out at this time of the year and replace all of your batteries with fresh ones when the season kicks off again on the 1st of January. I'm missing it. I'm I'm missing it. I just only said to Deirdre today when I was coming up getting ready for the podcast, I said, you know what? I'd love to go. Deirdre's on our holidays. So we both finish up this Friday. And I said, I'd love to go somewhere Friday night. Just one more run Friday yeah. night. And it's on the cards. But at the same time, there's just too much to be done at this time of the year. So if any of you are still out camping, even just one or two nights before Christmas, well done you. That gets us on to camp life. Now, what are we doing for camp life? Um, just something, uh, again, we were talking about fridges there kind of over the weekend and uh, and different kind of solutions. And um, we, we've kind of covered uh, fridges and, and all of that. But um, certainly in our case, uh, our fridge in the motorhome is really really small so i'd be wondering i'd be interested interested to hear how the different listeners would deal with uh, small fridges in our case we tend to just shop for the first day or two and then buy what we need locally after that and just just stick to fresh food i do take like a, a cooler box with with me for some of the beers and stuff so that frees up a, a good lot of space in the fridge you know uh, mm-hmm. over the, the the few days so a bag of ice and that and keep the fridge for the food and the, and the cooler box for the, the beers or the, the the wine and that but that's kind of the way we tend to to deal with having a small fridge in our motorhome camper uh, have you any tips Aaron? Well, you see, like you you guys are a family. And then, of course, Ross has one extra mouth to feed as well. And he's recently changed his van and he's thinking of actually changing to a household size fridge freezer because like that, they bring a lot. And basically, I said it to him this year. You don't need it. Sure, I freeze your flipping beer in my fridge. Now, Deirdre does like to bring a lot of food when we go camping. So if we're in the Heimer, yes, it's not as tight as you guys, right? We don't have the beer type problem that you would have, but the fridge would be packed 
solid with a few items in the freezer. But the fridge is smaller in the ambulance. Now, that was designed really for two people. Again, if Deirdre brings a lot of food, we did buy a cooler box that you plug in from Halfords. Ross's idea, if you're a family of perhaps looking at buying a camper van, be it new or secondhand, fridge, freezer, if you have the space, yes, brilliant. But in the Heimer with us, we do what you do. We tend to just bring enough food for a few days and then top up if we're on our week's holidays or two weeks holidays. In the ambulance, we do bring the cooler box. I plug it in the night before at home, fill the stuff into it, and then we plug it in on the inverter while we're driving around in the camper. Interesting to hear how people survive. I think your idea, I think the cooler box is the way to go where beers, wines and maybe a few meats or frozen goods that are on top of that and then the general fresh fruit and veg and a bit of grub goes into the fridge yeah anything really that you know that's sealed and won't turn to mush you know mm. like your, your, your meat that could be sealed in 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 the packaging of the beers and something something that won't kind of flatten or as I said, just just turn to mush in that because yeah. once the ice melts, you end up with a big bucket of cold water, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting to hear, guys. We'd love to hear from you over the festive season. How do you manage on, on, a, on a long break? Or are you a big family with a small standard size fridge that comes in camper vans and motorhomes? Maybe you don't have a fridge at all and you've got ways and means of getting around. It could be a good quality cooler box. We would love to know. I did buy one of the Yeti cooler boxes for the Overlander project, and I am really looking forward to using that because they are supposed to be, and I will do a review of it in the new year, please God. Of it. Now, it's not a plug-in. It's just a cooler box, but that brand are supposed to be the dog's kahunas. I will let you know in the new year if they are. Looking forward to that one, all right, yeah, I know there. Did you go for a, a a big one or a standard size one? Or? Middle middle sized one, I think, in a in a sand color, a sandy grey color. I, I don't forty five liters. Is that does that sound big? It's not the yeah, biggest one. I think it's few beers in there, all right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's the next one down, but I will do a review on it as part of the Overland build when we, we come to doing it. That so build, by the way, got kicked into gear this week. We got a Tommy who's good at wood was in. We got a bit of woodwork done. Those videos, as I say, will be coming up over the festive season. That is it, Chris. That is episode 135, the last podcast of 2021 done and dusted. That's it, yeah. And we mentioned earlier about people getting Christmas presents. Um, we really do want your help, guys, for next year in terms of content, content. for the yeah. podcast. Yeah, particularly camping gadgets, camping products, uh, new innovative ideas, camping tips and suggestions. You know, we've got nearly two years down now of podcasts. So there's a certain amount of content out there that we need your help with uh, to to keep moving the, the the podcast forward and keep building and, and and keep sharing and and hopefully educating ourselves and yeah. in turn helping out other people as well whether you're uh, long term campers or just new to the game. And if there's an item that we've covered since day one and you'd like us to look at it again or dig deeper into it, or you've done a bit of research or things have changed since we've covered it, please, please, we need your input in order to keep the podcast going. We've gone down to every second week just for the winter because we rather quality than quantity. We're going to take a break and come back on Wednesday, January 5th with episode 136 and the first one of 2022 but we do need your input 
just one thing, just we've done a lot of interviews over the last few years as well and really enjoy doing the interviews. Um, and mm-hmm. if there's anybody out there that you think would be worthwhile us having a chat with, we really love the suggestions. We'll do all the hard work and the reaching out. But even if you suggest some names, just somebody who'd be interesting, really good to talk to, somebody who could help share uh, their camping stories or advice, um, we'd love to chat to them. So we'd love your suggestions for interviews as well. I'm going to do the same next year. I want to make a few changes to the Charlie and me videos. And when I'm on site, if I meet people, I'm actually going to kind of do a a season or maybe Wednesday videos of people who camp. And that's what I'm thinking of calling it. And if I'm on a a campsite and I'll meet you and you're interested, I'll just do a five minute interview with you talking about how you got into it, what you love about it, what you don't like about it. But that's further down the line for next year. But we really do need your input for the Camping Crew podcast. So please do get in touch. And a reminder that the stickers are available all the time for free. They always will be. We need your name, your address and your postcode and we'll get them into post to you as quick as we possibly can. But you have to get in touch with us. And for the last time in 2021, Chris is now going to give you all of the contact details. Yeah, our webpage, if you want to read back the notes for any of the podcasts, that's thecampingcrew.ie. Our email address is campingcrewpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at The Camping Crew. On Instagram, we're at The Camping Crew Podcast. On Facebook, you'll find us in all the good motorhome and camping groups. Uh, Forum-wise, you'll find us at motorhomecrack.com or boars.ie. We also have campsitereview.com, our sister website, which has a forum. And it's been very active with people just chatting about everything camping. So please log on to the forum. It's free and always will be. It's campsitereview.com. And then, of course, as I say, there's a video up now about the safe, the steel safe from camping stuff that we've just reviewed. And on Fridays, the final video of the year, campsite review. And then it's all about the build until the new year. YouTube.com forward slash Charlie and me, our camping vlog. All that's left to be said, cue the jingly music. All that's left to be said is from me, Aaron Burchell, who celebrates his birthday, by the way, on Christmas Day. Have yourself a fantastic Christmas this year. Stay safe play safe and we look forward to meeting you on a campsite next year in 2022 from me Aaron Burchell happy Christmas yeah have a good one all and thank you again for listening you know without you guys uh, listening in and sharing your ideas and stories and, and and tales we wouldn't really have a podcast so I want to say a big massive thank you to all of you and if you are enjoying the podcast we'd ask as always to sub- subscribe share on social media and tell your camping friends all about us Well, that's it for another podcast from The Camping Crew. Thanks for listening and do join us again very soon. Safe camping. Oh, 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 o